Good morning, good morning, what's up? Marcus Griffin here, and you're listening to Confessions from an Attic on this beautiful April 23rd, 2021. It's Friday! And you made it to the week, made it to the end of the week, give it up for yourselves. Most importantly, give it praise due to God. Um, I'm sorry, I don't know if this is like an addict's routine where they go through this. Where you find spirituality and replacement of your coke addiction, your drug addiction, your alcohol addiction, heroin, sex, gambling, what have you. You know, you replace it with another addiction. But I'm glad to say my addiction, it's this addiction is a lot healthier. You know, as I constantly read, you know, it's been a goal of mine this year to complete and read the Bible along with studying up on Buddhism. Um, And so... With that being said, I I found Kings very interesting. And what I found interesting about Kings, despite the tedious task of reading about all the kings that come to power, is how they all faltered, failed, were murdered too soon or removed too quick. And one of the things, one of the main things they did that was against God's command was what they put their faith into. See that it, it was serve one God. And I do believe that. I do believe we, we all need to serve or at least have faith in one ultimate power. I do. I almost believe it's more so to put a name to it. And um, so they were worshiping, idolizing, some doing witchcraft, everything against God's will. And... So it made me think, what, what do you as individuals give praise to? My addicts, what do y'all give praise to? Do you give praise to the fact that, you know, your, your um, let's say, inconquerable to destroying yourself? You know, do you give praise to like, I'm a bad motherfucker. I've come from this, survived that. And you hold on to those traits of what you did, whether it be manipulate, whether it be um, play the victim, you know, all toxic traits. Do you give praise to it? Because that's, how I think, where it starts, you know, where you realize, you know, as first it's that admittance of I got a problem. But when you really say it, do you like, you know, do you know it's a problem or do you think it's a problem because someone else thinks it's a problem? That real research, that real study of yourself. Because the more I read and the more I dig into the spirituality, it might sound abstract, but I'm like, if we're created in God's image, I'm not saying I'm the God, but I am a God. My spirit is what it is. My spirit is God-like. My spirit does and can move this universe. The more calm I'm trying to seek, the more calm I receive. Asking you shall receive, seeking you will find, and that's kind of simplistic, but... It's truth. What is your truth? What do you value in your truth? Because a lot of people that think they're living their truth are just living their praise. Oh, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bad this or, oh, you know, uh, I could do this. Uh, I'm different. Ain't no, you know what I mean? And then the difference be I'm different. Like, I'm not just going to lie to you. I'm going to cheat on you. I'm going to be good at it. And you won't find out till two years down the road because I'm a player, you know. Oh, you know, ain't no bitch ever going to catch me up. You know, like, what do you give your praise to? 
Because I guarantee you, as you get that praise to, the sound will be exactly what you reflect. You want to be the baddest, you probably be alone. Or somebody's always going to be challenging you. You know? You, you, you want to live in arrogance, guess, best believe somebody's, there's going to be something to humble you. I'm not as, as arrogant. I'm more confident today than I was yesterday. That's part of this growth process. And it, I, I, it was interesting because I had a conversation. Because what, what, is, what is your responsibilities to yourself? I find a lot of times we have responsibilities to where we look at everybody else that we're responsible for. But first and foremost, do you wake up with the responsibility to yourself? I say that to say I had a conversation with this woman yesterday. And because she's also studying along in the Bible. And so I was going to reach out because I'm at First Chronicles and it gives you the chronological order of where everybody started. Main so, mainly so the descendants of the first people that were here on this planet. Very boring, I'll admit, but I know I, I'm going to get through it. But we had this conversation because she says, you know, you can't fix everyone. And I'm asking her, well, do you fix, did you fix yourself? You know, and I get it. There's people that are like in other, you know, we all have that. Some areas I'm strong, some areas I'm weak. And no one's perfect. And I have an interesting thought on that because I, I can't stand that. You know, people make mistakes and they go, well, I'm sorry. No one's perfect. Are you excusing yourself from the situation? You know what I'm saying? To no one's perfect. That means so you're going to lump yourself in with everybody as if you step behind or step into the crowd to say I'm like everyone else. But no, nah, I want to help everyone. How can you help everyone when you just like everyone that you're trying to help? You know what I'm saying? Have you helped yourself first? And she said this, like no one's perfect. And so on that theme, I'm like, I don't believe no one's perfect, but you can live in a perfect way. Meaning that if your ultimate goal is redemption, forgiveness, or your ultimate goal is to help someone else. Um, yes, you might make mistakes along that run. But if you live in a perfect way to maintain perfect peace, calmness, happiness, love, which to me, in my opinion, they're perfect. That's a perfect way to live. And it's saying that if I'm if that is my goal, that is my focus, then there's nothing anyone else can do to throw me off that. I'm human. I'm going to drop the ball plenty of times. I've dropped the ball already plenty of times. But if I'm living a clean and sober life, is that not a, a glimpse of perfection? See, I need to be perfected in the area. I just I'm just saying perfect the areas that need work. And the areas that is good. Get get close. Tiger Woods wasn't perfect on his run. But damn it, if you didn't see excellence in his play. Michael Jordan wasn't perfect in his lifestyle. But damn it, if he didn't show up every time to be the man. You know. And yeah, he probably was one of the most arrogant people. And, and, and he perfected his arrogance. He perfected his brashness. He took it out on people on the court and was a champion. I'm, I'm just saying, can you turn what's usually negative into a positive? 
Because sometimes these flaws that we have aren't really flaws. They just haven't been perfected to love or to peace or to progress or to growth. You know, but they're put there for a reason. And we need to understand that reason. We need to really research that reason. You know, because sometimes a lot of people that live off their flaws and they praise them. They like who they are. You know, I'll admit my mother carries around a badge of honor that she overcame a crackhead and, and did all that she did. And she overcame like uh, like nobody like she, she's great. Some greatness in there. She didn't succumb to what could have just broke many. But in that broken many and you did that job, there's still other work to be done. But that's for her decision to make, not mine. And so. I'm just, I mean, I just want you to know the one responsibility is fixing yourself. Fix yourself and you'll fix others. And the thing is, it's so subtle when you fix others because it's not like you're really trying to fix others. Prime example, I had a conversation with my mother this past week and she was really frustrated. I hear sometimes the conversations she has with my daughter. I've developed a patience because guess what? I want to be a patient man. I want to live patiently. That's my focus. And so I developed some patience where, you know, my mother's 70. I had to keep that in mind. My mother is 70. And she's dealing with a daughter that is similar to myself. You know, spoiled, only child. She does everything for her. And we're talking. And I, I actually took a step back. See, a lot of times, taking a step back does not mean you're bowing down. Taking a step back means let me assess the situation to see how I can move forward. And uh, oftentimes when we talk, I'm listening as if I'm trying to help her overcome something. And for the first time, I took a step back like, look, you're doing a great job. I thank you. It is not easy. One, having a son with the afflictions that he has, the addictions that he had, the pain that he put on you, the pain that you've suffered in your life. Overcome, be this cheerful, joyful person, be at peace. For all, in spite of all that, in spite of not having the peace, you're doing a great job. I thank you. You've been there for me and the mother of my child through this whole pandemic and process. I thank you. And what it did, it caused her to listen. And for the first time, we were listening to one another. First time, it caused her to step back with whatever aggression or or anger she had towards the situation and she just said thank you it was a choked up moment where thank you i needed to hear that but i see that took me understanding myself it took me putting myself in her shoes and literally putting myself in her shoes of, of what is she really trying to say and i and to to say that to hear in her voice as she gets choked up Let's me know I'm in tune. Because a lot of times we just say as people, oh, I'm doing all this and there's no appreciation. Sometimes the appreciation isn't the reciprocation of what that person has done and returning that same favor. Sometimes that reciprocation is just knowing that you are listening and that you are there present with that person. That it isn't about what they bring, they buy, they give, they they the joy that it isn't about any of that. It's just about the essence of the human being that. We reflect off one another of what it's like to not hear the thank yous, to not hear that you're doing a great job. I'm proud of you. How many times? I mean, I, I'll be honest. How many times have you heard someone say they're proud? 
of you. Those three to four words. Three to four words. See, sometimes if you're not the calmness in somebody's storm, then both of y'all wrapped up in that tornado. Both of y'all wrapped up in that thunder, that lightning, that electrifying, you know, tenacity, that, that, that whirlwind. Everything that I have thought this year is coming, is coming to fruition. Fruition. I say fruition. I think it's fruition. If I'm wrong, please correct me. At uh, Email me at marcus.griffin60 at yahoo.com or hit me at on Instagram message, Marcus M. Griffin. Or, you know, do the Facebook, Marcus C.B. Griffin. But, yes, no. Um, this year, yes, I, I wanted to... Like I said, I've had my goals. And sometimes it hasn't been written down, but it's been kept within my heart, kept within my mind. And, you know, one of the first books I'm a credit to is Eckhart Tolle. It was uh, something in regards to enlightenment. I'm, I'm mad because, and I just, you can become like, like, like I said, as I, as I study, I was wrong in the beginning because I was like, like, I look at moments in enlightenment as aha moments. Sometimes it's simplistic. Sometimes it's as simple as saying to my mother, I need to be out your life because I'm the one who's been holding it back. I take my responsibility in that. And it's one of those, well, yeah, a 38-year-old son still at home, a 38-year-old man still doing the same things he's doing to keep him in the same situation. Yeah. And yeah, it's an aha moment. But at the same time, when you're, when you're in it, when you're in it, you don't see it. You look at the person like, why are you so miserable? You're miserable. I'm cool. Like, what's the problem? Yeah, you're cool because you're reaping the benefits, you know? And so that's one thing where if you, you don't give praise to peace, if you don't give praise to calm, if you don't give praise to love, what you, what you putting your faith in? Because all, they're all on the umbrella of God, if, if, if we're looking at it. Well, they're all on the umbrella of spirituality. Because spirituality to me is a centeredness. It's a, it's a uh, realization of self. It's a balance. And that's been the thing. No matter where conversations may go, I need to always be me. I think that's the essence of a man. And for example, I mean, not just on a man, but the essence of a woman. You know, yes. Yes, we are our weaknesses. Been in relationships, yeah, you cheat, I'm cheating more. You you want to play games, I'm going to play them better. You know, and I take pride. We t like, let's be like, I'll be simplistic with it. I take pride in hurting people. I did. But that's not my goal no more. It's not my goal to suffer because in suffer, making them suffer, I suffer. And as that's, as in, as me saying it's enlightened, is it's, it's, I know it's simple. It's simple. You, you, it's just like asking you will receive, seeking you shall find. Ask for something healthy, you will receive something healthy. Seek out healthy relationships, you will find more healthy people to get involved in relationships with. My thing is, as simple as it is, not everybody's doing it, but they're not doing it because not everybody's conscious of what they want. To be conscious constantly, it, it, it takes some effort. But once you take put that effort in, 
it becomes effortless like anything else. Anything else, like that first, you know, I'll talk to the addict here, like that first line of coke. You didn't know what it was going to be. You were scared. Probably drop half of it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I do just because at times it would be kind of like a special treat to see a, a little a little white rock. Not rock, because I, I ain't doing crack. But some people, you know, people that don't do the drugs would be like, nigga, you smoking crack. I ain't no crackhead, motherfucker. I got class. Crack is like 15. I spend 40 on my drug. No. But um, I digress. And I will say, as the 25th approaches, because we, my sober date is October 25th, April 25th, we'll have six months sober. Now, I know. People that know me know it's not sober, but hey, it's as sober as I'm going to get. <laughs> it's as sober as I'm going to get. And I will not, is this, this weed journey I'm on, I, I will not knock it, because I could, I spit some real shit sometimes when I'm high. I can't remember half the shit, but, you know, it's crazy. I'm here to tell you things that you think that if you expose yourself, people will reject you. I'm telling you, you got to get that. That's a lie. And then you think that people won't respect this change. There's some truth to that. <laughs> It's not necessarily a respect thing. It's more of a they don't know where this angle is coming from now. I'll admit my damn self when I was going along and talking about this spiritualness and everything that I thought, is this a new angle of how I'm going to be, how I'm going to work people? And that's what I mean by conscious, like really conscious living in every word, every feeling, every thought that you have conscious as far as how does this not necessarily make me look. Because, I mean, as much as I do care about what people think and I want to present myself in a certain light, I, it's for me. I finally understand it. It's for me to understand how I think and feel about myself. You know, because it was interesting. I mean, for her, for the woman to be like, ah, you know, but not everybody wants fixing. And that's what I love about the conversation. So with the whole like, but I'm not God. So you think you're... If you're not God, then why are you trying to fix everyone else? When that's a God thing. Because we, like I said, we are creating this vision. That's a God thing. The God within you needs to fix you. And as you be a representation of God, others will see that. And it doesn't mean you preach doesn't mean you give, just means you live in a centered base. What is it? What is it that like the 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 dark will seek the light or something like that? I'm, now that might be full of shit. But what I'm saying is in that darkness the light may penetrate. Let that light penetrate, let that light shine. And when you see that shine, every people everybody wants everybody that gravitates to you, they want that same energy. You redirecting the energies in a positive way because the people that don't want it, that don't want to be in that state of happiness, in that state of peace, they ain't going to fuck with you no way. And it don't matter what you show, what you convey, what you portray, what you what, what pictures you put up, what words you write, what times you be there for they struggle or whatever you do. Understand if they don't want it. 
it don't matter what you do. They got to want it first. That's all it's about, you know, and it's, it's interesting because um, I was of one that sometimes would say that can't. And I used to hate the people like, you should never say can't or can't, can't be in the money's vocabulary. You've seen love and basketball, but you get it. See, a lot of times we're not being specific with our words. And I mean to the bottom line of it. We always want people to figure us out. Well, you know, I'm hurting. You see my, you see, I'm dejected. You see, okay, but if I'm not, if I'm that asshole that don't want to pay attention, I'm not going to pay attention to what, no matter what you say. Especially if it's in cold. Now, I'm just one, I don't, I, I won't have my world, the people in it, have a, a shutdown on me. To where if we have a difficult conversation, like they just let it be. And we don't revisit it. And it just, it is what it is. You know, I'm more so trying to be that person and be like, all right, let's tinker with it. How many angles can we put this? How many ways? Can, let's strategize. Let's plan. The plan, how do we get back to the love? Unless you don't want to get back to the love. Then I can't, I, there ain't nothing to plan for it in, you know? But I'm just saying, on this Friday, this happy Friday, to my people out there, like this weekend when you out, what look around, what you get praised to? You get praised to having multiple women? Women, do you get praised to being a single woman, doing it all on your own, knowing deep down inside you want someone? Do you give praise to your stubbornness? Do you give praise to your brashness? Do you give praise to your just, let's be honest, your ignorance? Because this is clear to say to someone, I'm hurting because I don't like the way I'm living. It's simple as that. Instead of, I'm gonna show you I'm hurting, can you change the way I'm living? No, I can't do that. It takes a conscious effort for you to really pinpoint where you're at, what you feel, how you think. It takes a conscious effort. I'm trying my best here and don't feel like I'm succeeding. No, you're doing great. It's difficult for somebody to say that. I'm trying my best, but I don't feel like I'm succeeding. We don't speak to somebody. We don't speak to each other with preciseness. Be precise with what you want. Be precise with what you need. We don't speak in code. We shouldn't. Speaking in code... It's just delaying the process. So you need to also say, I want to waste time. Hear yourself say some of the things that are flawed and then see how ridiculous it sounds. I want to fuck my life up. You say that out loud. Say it numerous times. Maybe maybe you really do. I want to be this damaged. It's all a want. I'm understanding that now. Because now that I said I want a healthy relationship and I said on this podcast, I want a healthy relationship and I've made and it's it's been it's been manifested. You know, unfortunately, like I'm a person, I live in the moment. Maybe I should change that, but, you know, 
that's what is working for me. I guess I'm going back to school. I, I, you know, it's, it's, it's cool to see as my courses go down. Okay, 2024, I can, I can manufacture this degree. Okay. All right, now I have something. See, I'm more so, God, show me my future laid out. Talk within me. That's another thing. You have a relationship. See, to have a relationship to God, with God, in my opinion, is to have a relationship with self. Your spirit will tell you all that you need to know. Your spirit will guide you. This universe will talk back to you. In that conversation I'm having with that woman about fixing everyone, she's talking about, she said, in the essence, uh, one of the books she was reading was talking about surrender. And I said to her, that's interesting. Now, I went off topic and in depth to something else. I know she meant because she said, well, I was meaning surrendering to God. And I'm like, I know that. But see, this is where I'm wild. Or maybe my thinking is outside the box to surrender to God is to surrender to self because we are created in his image. I'm going to keep on hitting on that because we are God like. We're not the God because we didn't create us. But we are God like. So surrender to God is surrender to yourself. And that's where I said in that moment in talking with my mother of what I usually come back with of you need to do this. Well, I don't know why she responded. Just more beat down of well, no one listens to you. You, you need to work on that. You need. To, no, I surrender myself to be like, hey, yo, white flag. You're doing a great job. Something that I probably I don't know if I've ever told her. I've said thank you plenty of times. I said I wouldn't be here without you. I said, I, yeah, I wouldn't have had things I had. But to say that you're doing a great job. Because see, to say I wouldn't be here without you, that's, that's not necessarily enough. In my opinion. To really hear somebody say you're doing a great job because it's almost like, hey, that's a sticker by your name. <laughs> you get three stars. You know? So as we go into this weekend, listen, really listen, get in tune with yourself and get in tune with others. Because what you think they might be saying and what you think yourself may be saying is all a delusion, is all an illusion. I don't know if that's to me, they're almost one and the same because some people are delusional thinking that like I'm delusional thinking my mom hates me. I've said that my mother hates me. She doesn't like you delusional. You're a fucking son. The illusion, though, is in the way she talks to me, it would seem like she's spewing hate. But that's an illusion. And within that illusion, if you continue that cycle, then it would also put the delusion out there that she hates me. So what's cycling through your head? Take a step back. Watch that thing circle. See where it's at. See where see what usually you do and do something different. I wish I had known this younger. I wish I didn't think I knew everything and I still don't think I know everything. What I'm speaking from is coming from my spirit. Maybe he don't know everything. I don't know. But I hope I hope I leave y'all with something today. I hope I really leave you thinking, reflecting on what you give praise to. What you give praise to, what you tune out, what you don't pay attention to. I really hope that we can just remain focused. I mean, there's a lot of chaos going on in this world. And if you do not remain centered, you get caught up in it. You get caught up in that turmoil. And then you got to, you know. I'm just only speaking for me and what my peace needs. 
And I'm hopefully speaking to addicts because a lot of times we are in a chaotic mind state. We're in a cycle of our own selves, a cycle of uh, drug abuse. And it's really abusive because what drug abuse is, in my opinion, if you put a person, because see, I put everything. See, this is where I might be flawed. Everything has a spirit in it. Drugs have a spirit in it. It has a cycle within it. Two days on, three days off, three days on, one day off, four days on. What is your cycle? You happy for two days, then three days you're mad. You happy for three, four days you're mad. See, I started breaking my things down in weeks. Let me have a complete week. Preaching it. Let me have a complete week. Monday, Tuesday was good. Wednesday, a little bad. Thursday was horrible because I got the money and I got the power to gamble and get high. You know? So now Thursdays, it's like, I don't get high no more. <laughs> Not the high that I used to seek is what I'm saying. Um, but... You just really need to understand, like, really understanding your purpose in this world is understanding who you are to the world. If that makes any sense. Understanding your purpose in this world is understanding who you are to the world. What is your world? What is the world? Because you're not over here in Texas when you're in Cal. You know what I mean? It's a great big world out there. That should just show humility enough. And it shows humility enough to value the people that come into your world because guess what? For whatever, whatever reason, they can make an impact, small as it may be. But are you making an impact to them? What light are you bringing to them? What praise? What do you hold value? What do you have faith in? I have faith in y'all. I have love for everyone. I have love for myself and faith for myself. And I hope everyone in this that does listen, move out, move accordingly to that this week. Try for two days giving praise and thanks to your creator. And then go about asking yourself, how will my creator move? Now, I admit, maybe the creator ain't been fucking, but I'm on fuck. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, But. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got to deviate mine sometimes. But I hope this message was received well. I hope that uh, I hope that I just hold peace on everyone, man. And with that being said, like I, any feedback, any love, any compliments, any disdain or whatever the case may be, hit me at Marcus.Griffin68 at Yahoo.com. Or you can inbox me, Marcus M. Griffin, on my Instagram, Facebook, Marcus C.B. Griffin. Please, just one time, reach out to me. Y'all have a good day and have a great weekend. Take care.